0: show. It's uh, me, Lindsay it took a big
1: drink, sorry. I that.
0: <laughs> <I was> like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Jackie Jing. And then we also have James Beckett here with, with us. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We're right on the cusp of the next anime season. So before we really, you know, get into that with the premiere guide or preview guide starts tomorrow, um, we're launching with quite a few shows because they didn't have embargoes so you can read early our reviews of uh, solo leveling and um, the Demon Prince of Momoichi House. And we'll also have Fluffy Paradise up there as well as everything else that's premiering uh, tomorrow. But before we get to that, I also want to let you guys know that we're going to be talking about JJK, the season finale. we got to wrap that up. I mean, I know we've had some pretty uh, spicy takes on JJK <laughs> over the last uh, several weeks. So, you know, we got to get our last digs digs in maybe Um, and see how that goes
2: until whenever season three comes up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's, that's kind of what's on, on our to-do list and we're going to talk about solo leveling a little bit because Jackie and James have already seen the first episode so they can fill us in. Uh, It looks like we've already got opposing views on the first episode. So I will only moderate. I will be referee. I will call foul if anyone gets too
1: heated, you know,
2: that well,
1: I Throws a like, chair at me through the I, camera I somehow. Basically gave my my uh two cents during the trailer watch party. So I, I want to hear what James thought. So yeah,
0: yeah. So um, but before I guess before we get into all the anime thing, I I had been thinking about my New Year's resolution. Everyone makes different ones. I have a variety this year. Um, I saw s- someone told me or I read read it online somewhere that your New Year's resolution doesn't actually have to be hard or not fun. You could just make a resolution to like read more books, which is one of mine because I've really fallen off reading in the past few years. And It's like I need to put the phone down and just like read some books. Um, and the other one, which is more a mental health goal is getting off social media, uh, specifically Instagram. I'm not really on Twitter anymore. I used to be very active on Twitter. And then if you know me or if you pay attention to what's been going on on Twitter, it's probably understandable that I'm not really there anymore. Um, I post a little bit on Blue Sky, but the engagement there is still uh, doesn't give me enough it dopamine.
2: Yeah, uh, it doesn't give me enough dopamine the, to like make me post incessantly, so I don't, which is probably good, right? If I finally have a logo though, which honestly is uh, this is like the the silliest, most like <laughs> uh, uh, tech addled tech brain mush thing i've ever said but i'm a lot more inclined to use the app now that the logo isn't just like this cheap little jpeg of clouds oh yeah (laughs) yeah they got a butterfly now Um, i don't know there's just something about it. um, oh yeah this this thing actually like it's gonna probably exist and not just like disappear like fade
0: off like quite a few other ones uh to james b in the chat i mean the spoilers for the finale will probably be pretty heavy i'll try and like yell when we're gonna start our JJK talk, but if you're behind a few episodes, you should probably catch up because we're gonna be yeah. talking about the villain reveal and how we felt about that. And well and the, uh, and the
2: whole finale is basically dealing with all of the stuff that happened at the end of the arc. So there's really yeah. no way to talk about it without going into spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. So we always talk spoilers.
0: Yeah, we do, but yeah. I mean I don't mind people asking and I don't mind confirming yeah. that yeah we'll we'll probably we'll,
1: we'll, we'll let you know. And you steer clear, and then come right back. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jackie, uh, did you
2: see that uh, Gundam Fang in the chat says that they watched Gungrave because of us? So you have officially got. Gotten-
1: I missed that comment. Who said that? It's right with, here. I have to but just want to say thank you for what y'all do. Watching the recent on someone with a lot of time.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: That, okay, that makes me so happy. Old anime days. Before, uh,
0: before we switch on over to uh, solo leveling, um, I did want to talk about. Uh, the social media thing a little bit so i think i said at the top that like my personal new year's resolution is to um divest from social media um i don't have a bunch of links to send you guys right now it's not really good for you generally speaking depending on like what it's feeding you and the one that had been getting to me the most was instagram which i had started using more after i stopped using twitter <laughs> so i stopped using twitter because elon musk fucked it up and then i moved on to Instagram. Yay. moved on to Instagram which I don't really have like anime community engagement over there I had previously really only used it for family because I'm sharing photos of like my kids so it's always been a locked account and uh, uh, private and I didn't really understand like how bad the algorithm is on that as far as like People say like your phone's listening to you and it makes me sound like a crazy person, but holy
2: crap, man. Like, no, it definitely is. That, I, like, Dude, just,
1: I have random conversations story. with people, and yeah, be like, like, I'll be like, oh, Garchomp's my favorite Pokemon, which he is, yeah, but then, like, literally, it'll be like G- Garchomp merch showing up every like, I, it's it's crazy. Like, I, I did not search it or anything, and I'm yeah. like, how does it know it? Def- they definitely, my. Um, my boyfriend thinks it's Alexa, actually, not our phones. Oh, I won't let those in I my know. house. This is like when I started yes, sounding real, like.
0: real like weird, like because I'm not like opposed technology as a whole. And I think I've been like an early adopter on, on some things like but um, as soon as the Alexa thing came out, I was like, no, I don't need Jeff Bezos <laughs> in my house. And we were even gifted like the uh, a version of it. And my son, who was younger, liked it because he could ask it to do math equations or, you know, make – he could talk to it. And so we got it through, like, a white elephant or something. I'm like, that's cute. Who wants this? Because I'm not putting – it was, like, the dot, I think, which is much smaller. And I yeah. just – I wouldn't do it. I know that even the ring that people use as on their front door, like, are oh, fairly yeah. popular.
2: That's, that's where I draw the line there. No, thank you. I don't need –
0: I can walk through like the neighborhood I go to through the park. Lots of people have them. I noticed while we were trick-or-treating, a lot of people have the ring stuff on their
1: door and it's just like, why? Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. It, it Like even social media and to Alexa, our phones, everything. It's just like uh, AI, all of it is developing so quickly that we cannot like keep up with where it's going. And yeah. it's, it's just like, we're all just living in it. And who knows what the repercussions are going to be, but it's going to catch up. We're just like in this weird limbo where it hasn't like (laughs) turned into something disastrous. You know what I mean? It is disastrous for your mental health already. But it is like, I think about it all the time. Like, it's like- there's um i mean gosh i could go on forever like my friend sent me a jujutsu kaisen video of nanami dancing and he was like yeah. this guy's claiming to be an artist and he's literally just taken the image of nanami and just like moved it around with ai you know what i mean but and yeah. instead of people being like you know he basically stole the image of nanami and like turned it into something cool you know but it's like it's there's so many there's so many like things that are just so questionable and weird about it but like nobody thinks anything. They're just like, oh, that's a really dope non-to-me video. You know what yeah. I mean? And oh, so yeah, I, I'm, just... I'm not saying one's right or wrong. It's just kind of like and that's the problem. We're like caught up in this time where my friend is like, this is so wrong. And then I'm and then all these people are like, this is so cool. And I'm just like, dude, like we're all just living in it. Yeah. And what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Like who knows? So yeah. I've noticed that
0: like just engaging on certain platforms, and um, Twitter included, has just, I don't I It's at a point where it's like I'm getting on in age, which makes me sound like I'm getting really old, but it's like I just don't want to be playing the kind of games that social media expects from me anymore. Yeah,
2: yes, I yeah.
0: You know, know, like
2: I I agree with that. It's 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 so much of it. My wife and I were talking yesterday. mm -hmm. Even the way that people talk to each other now feels like even when they're not online, they're still thinking in terms of like engagement. Like, how are they going to frame their opinions or uh, confront one another or uh, present their takes or whatever in a way that will, um, I guess, farm the most likes, I guess. Um, And I I feel like that it's, it's becoming, I don't know, it's this weird feedback loop of, of uh, everything. It's, it's. We're all basically living in one homogenous social media website at this point, just with a bunch of different branches, Mm -hmm. but it's it's all interacting with with every other element. And it makes it so hard to know, like, when people, like, just earlier today, Lindsay, you saw that that, that one person talking about Godzilla minus one being fascist on Twitter. Every time someone says something like that, I'm like, now, are they genuinely just not? understanding the most basic fundamental elements of, of how to interpret a story, or are they saying something that they know will, you know, make them sound, you know, super enlightened and will make them sound like they're on the right side of history. And they're just using Godzilla minus one because of X, Y, Z. And they want to, to, and I, I mean, I participated, right. Like I, yeah. I, I, quote, I quote tweeted them to make fun of them, but that's just the whole cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And we get, you see stuff
0: like that quite a lot like since I've taken a step back from directly engaging and more just observing I'm like there's a lot of people who just repeat stuff it's just like repeating stuff that they read somewhere else or that someone else told them or it's a half truth or like some of the details have been changed and they're not going to correct it and they don't care that they're wrong and I sometimes I can't even tell if this is like some weird actual level of ignorance about the topic or if it's actually deliberate I know. They're just like sowing chaos. And I'm like, I don't know which one it is anymore, but I don't actually have to be here. So I'm just going to go. With the Godzilla minus one one, like that's another situation where I was like, I don't know if this person is being 100% or not, because they also admitted that they watched the entire film without subtitles and they don't speak Japanese. And so, but they know that. They, they did say that. Yes, they, oh, okay. they watched it without subtitles. They don't speak Japanese, but they're sure that the movie is fascist because the director previously made a film in 2013 based on a book that came out in 2006 that was written by a guy who later, after the movie came out, created a conservative party and made a bunch of like really horrible statements. So because oh. the author of the book that the film is based on thus godzilla also made by that director must also be fascist
2: and it's ain't nobody got time for that
0: no what is please like the the touch grass log off thing is so overplayed but
2: i mean maybe there's not a lot of grass near you because you live in an incredibly urbanized environment maybe you live in a desert i don't know get some vitamin
0: d or like uh, yeah i think it's just really um, important to unplug and like have something completely outside of social media that you do. Like, Jackie, if you don't mind me using you for an example, yeah. Jackie plays volleyball. She Mm -hmm. goes to the beach, and she is playing volleyball competitively, semi-competitively. Yeah, Yeah. I mean,
1: I play with old pros. Like, we're all old pros. Yeah. And that's... (laughs) We're, like, still, like, trying to relive our glory days, and then we're, like, all, like, my knee, my lower back, everything hurts. But Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, for, for me, it's, like, I need to I just need to disconnect from all of that and be doing something that I feel good about that is in no way reliant on whether someone else thinks it's good or not or approves of it or whatever, yep. you know.
1: Dude, I hate social media. I think it's terrible. Like it it's just like and it's crazy because like i'm someone who like i make a part of my livelihood off of social media and you guys have it's like it's i'm sure it's hard enough for everybody but it's like every day all i'm consumed with is like how can i make content that people are gonna like and then like i lose followers constantly and then i'm like trying to fight to keep them and then like things are just constantly evolving you know on what type of content people want to um digest right and then it's like and then I got to worry about that for anime news network. Yeah. So it's just like, it's very anxiety inducing, but then like Lindsay said, it's very like people are like, Oh, well I'm like, I hate it so much. And then they're like, well, why are you like, why do you do content creation? Why do you, why is that like a big part of your job? Right. Cause it's like predominantly what I do for anime news network. And there is like, I'm obsessed with trying to figure it out. Like, I'm like, <laughs> there has to be, some way to crack the algorithm when really there is no, no way to crack the algorithm, but it is like some weird sick game, you know, that they've got us addicted to that we're like, okay. Like, and then as soon as something does go viral, I'm like, yeah, let's, we got it. Like, let's get, let's get back. You know what I mean? And then let's make five more of these. It's it's
2: literally a a giant perpetually uh, self-sustaining Skinner box where, you know, back when they did those original uh, experiments like the whole thing they discovered was um, if you introduce any element of unpredictability, it completely short circuits animals' uh, abil- uh, functioning. You oh know, where, yeah. Where the, they would do a thing where if you like showed uh, if you showed, and I'm paraphrasing here. It's been like 15 years since I I, I had this lesson in my psych class. But it's like if you show the animal the. Um, that, you know, it presses a button or it does a thing and it gets like a little piece of cheese or a snack. Sure. It'll do the thing, it'll get the snack. But if you make it so that it only gets the snack some of the time and it can't predict when it's going to happen, it will lose its mind, you know, hitting the button or solving the maze or whatever, trying to like you know, get that, again, I mean, either the dopamine hit or literally the piece of cheese. Yeah. And that's, uh, sometimes it feels like it's what we're doing is we're all just like scrambling after that piece of cheese. Um, and we don't know if it's ever going to come or maybe uh, Elon Musk is going to come and buy the cheese and wipe it all over his smelly butt and ruin it for everybody. And hey, then... Um,
1: you know, what? <laughs> Isn't it sad though that they can manipulate us like that, James? Yeah. Like they have so yeah, much power. And you guys, like, I can't even tell you, Um, my TikTok got banned uh, or what's the word yeah banned they banned my account in february of last year and it was because i posted my boyfriend who's seven foot and like i had predominantly um obviously a lot of like males who liked me because i'm very tall which is you know it's thing whatever right and these guys were very upset that dustin became my boyfriend so they reported my account and i got banned Like, they banned my account. And my life... Oh, no, a woman has man. What do I do now? Exactly. And, like, I make monthly income off of selling stuff on my TikTok and stuff, right? Yeah. And so I literally... Like, I can't even tell y'all. Like, I was like, I, I'm gonna be losing out on like literally more than a third of my income right now because someone just decided to report my TikTok, right? And then um, I appealed it. They said, sorry, we don't care. Fortunately, I just happened to have a friend who works at TikTok, like, okay. just happened to have a, have a friend. And I like told them what was going on and they like pulled some strings for me behind the scenes. But like, TikTok does not have that. So I yeah. had, I've had other friends who are creators my size completely lose their following comp- like you have no idea what that did to them like yeah. like it, it like they were like c- calling me crying hysterically i was like you know my like my one friend helped me out like and i d- you know what i mean like i was yeah, like you I don't, don't
0: want me. to necessarily start yeah. asking yeah. for a ton of favors exactly and, and they're not
1: like, i was yeah. so lucky this person re- even responded to me you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and and i'm and i felt so bad like i was like there's no like people just lose their livelihood and like mm-hmm. i had when this happened to me, I had like 120K. So it wasn't like I was like someone who had, you know, and not that it should matter if anybody like your social media is important to you. You should be able to have someone to turn to. It's the same Good. thing with YouTube, with all of these sites, there was no like 1-800 number, mm-hmm. you know, there's no like, hey, help me. I Someone hacked my account. Do you know how many people have their accounts hacked? I had my friend who was a, a giant, a, she's a huge esports host. Her account was hacked for like a year and then Instagram just decided to give it back to her.
0: Oh, that happened to one of our reviewers too. I think AJ posted about it on his social media. His really? Instagram got hacked. He was, I don't think he was able to recover it. He had to and start over.
1: It's like these are, you know, I mean it's... And he, he
0: works as like a cosplay, like a professional yeah. cosplayer and whatnot. So all of those photos which would be used to book gigs at conventions for him to yeah, like, it's like, work at booths literally or stuff. Like, it's gone. Literally.
1: yeah, yeah it's just gone yeah so. And so i don't know it's just like crazy because like one it's so bad for our mental health two they're probably stealing all of our information they but are three yeah. it's like they have so much like power over us even if you're not a content creator imagine if you had all your family photos on something and then somebody yeah. just took that away from you you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like it's so I don't know. I mean, it's- you can
0: say, you know, make sure you back this up. Make sure you back it up on a hard drive. Make sure you back it up on a cloud in case the hard drive fails, yada, yada, yada. But I mean, yeah. a lot of the times these people are like, I don't know, just some mom with a couple of kids who's just posting to her grandparents or like small community circle or, or whatever and isn't, you know backing everything up and then mm-hmm. again you like you lose it so yeah i just wanted to like touch on that a little bit because it's something that i'm thinking about going made into the commenter's
1: year. mad some guy was like wait well, you all y'all lost three viewers because you want to talk about anime bro <laughs> this this podcast As we're basically no we're basically living Where in a we? cyberpunk
2: anime right now. So it's all on brand. It's all on top. Yeah, it's oh, all on. Brand.
0: Sorry sorry we didn't sorry we didn't provide you the anime content you wanted immediately when you showed up to the show, bro. All right. We're getting to it. But, Slap your yeah, face
2: so- on it and pretend it's a ghost in the shell conversation.
1: <laughs> also, if you are new here, I, like, welcome, but like, we oh. don't have any structure here. We talk about whatever the hell we want. So, we, yeah,
0: the structure is sometimes we talk about news in the beginning, and then after that, we talk about some anime, and then we go home and we eat dinner. And I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a very loosey goosey show um, because all three of us are already overworked and deserve more money am i gonna Mm -hmm. have to cut this out of the audio version later
1: (laughs) i know you're like uh so our boss won't hear that but i mean truth but yeah
0: he knows um so yeah it's just it's just very uh we are very chill here okay and we may be a little cynical at times if you're new you know just take it with a grain of salt like what you like we like what we like and sometimes we'll, we'll agree and sometimes we won't um sometimes we won't even agree with each other which leads me into our next topic which is solo leveling i love it when i pull up a good segue Uh, a solo leveling uh episode one okay jackie you saw the first two episodes actually right or the first episode is actually 45 minutes long is what i've heard
1: oh then i wonder james what was the last thing you saw spoiler alert or can you Uh, uh, in our private chat right because we can't talk spoilers right or can we talk spoilers i don't know.
0: I don't have any limitations embargo-wise about what we can talk about in this episode. When is it airing? This episode airs on Saturday. So this is your guys' early peak. Maybe we shouldn't talk spoilers. but Yeah, let's
2: try to to still keep it cool for everyone who is listening.
1: If it's out, I would be fine. But if it's not... um, Though... Okay, so we'll, I mean, we'll discuss
2: I whatever we need to in order for it to just make sense, but we're yeah. not going to like get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah, not going to no. get
0: nitty-gritty. I mean, for reference, I haven't seen this episode yet, so I'm mostly giving the floor to Jackie and James. James was able to watch it via a screener, so we will have reviews actually for the show up tomorrow. Um, when preview Guide launches ahead of time. So again, if you know, you want to keep your spoilers to minimum, don't read the uh, solo leveling reviews until you've seen the show. kind of self-explanatory. but I'll still I, I do will it. say
2: that the 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 first episode is very much a setup episode. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily say that if you've seen like a trailer or if you read like a little blurb, I don't really think there's anything that we could reveal that's going to, Drastically impact your experience because mm-hmm. it's, I would say, most of the stuff that happens in the episode is stuff that you would very easily get just from just watching the trailer, yeah, um, or just knowing what it's about. Let me, I'll say that. So,
0: maybe we should start with what it's about. Um, again, my knowledge on soul leveling is limited, although I'm pulling mm. up references right now. <laughs> um, yeah. from what I it's based on a manhwa, which is a Korean comic. Um, by, uh, Dubu was the artist and the writer is, well, I think collectively it's, uh, Red Ice Studio who maybe published it. Um, unfortunately Dubu did pass away, uh, in 2022, um, due to a cerebral hemorrhage related to a chronic illness. So
1: sad. So sad. And it was
0: not long after I think they actually finished the comic Mm -hmm. that, um, that Dubu pa- passed away. But um, this anime is um, coming out. I think Crunchyroll is a co- co-producer for it. They announced it pretty early on. And as far as the synopsis of it goes, sorry, sometimes like links just don't work how they're supposed to on a and when I bring it up. I
2: mean, I can, I can give just the general rundown. Okay. Um, uh, because it, as far as the synopsis goes, it's basically a reverse... Isekai situation where um portals or kind of gateways to magic scary spooky monster land open up and start spewing out baddies. Mm-hmm. And so um th- there's basically been built up this this culture and industry of heroes that are organized in a very kind of RPG sense. They have guilds and ranks and they have weapon crafting. They basically live in Monster Hunter, except it's if Monster Hunter came to Korea. Okay. Um <laughs> and um they go that, that paints the- actually a
0: really good picture for yeah. those yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Um, i mean truly like like uh, they one of the first lines of the episode is about how one of the benefits of killing monsters is you get stuff to make weapons with so it's like, okay. very much the gameplay loop is built in um and so you have this whole like industry of like heroes that you know go fight these monsters in these dungeons uh in order to keep them out of the regular civilian uh, world and also to make money. And um uh our main character and uh forgive me, uh uh I'm not super great with Korean names all the time because um that is just a, um uh, I don't have a whole lot of experience with the media yet. But um uh Jinwoo, I think uh Sung, I think is his name or Sung yeah. Jinwoo. He is the um the uh, the main character who is um not very good at heroing he's uh jackie's e E rank is that the low rank that he that he's at or f rank e rank i think you're muted jackie's muted
1: stupid buttons so um so basically i i think you kind of like covered this it's like there was like two really high tiers and then it was like a b c d e it was like and he's definitely like the bottom i think he's the bottom bottom or f yeah
2: yeah and so he's really bad at it but he you know um needs to make money and so he goes into um the weak dungeons to try to make whatever scrap that he can and that would be kind of like i guess as much as we could go into without major spoilers but Uh i i think it should maybe go without saying that um, some stuff goes down that will eventually make it so that he is no longer the weakest. Right. Um, I think yes. it, uh, maybe I think it was Nick on Twitter or some or um, someone was talking about how I think the tagline of the poster was he used to be the weakest, so <laughs> he's not anymore um, for reasons that you will see if you watch the.
1: So what were your problems with it? What didn't you like? Yeah, James, what didn't you like? I I
2: um, liked it a lot, so
1: that's why I just want to hear. I did so I didn't, so I didn't too, by the way sorry someone in the chat said
2: it he, or, he, he was in yeah, e yeah, yeah. right yeah. yeah um I didn't hate it uh to to be to be fair like I didn't think it was terrible um I honestly just kind of thought it was all right it was um you know a very typical rpg mechanics guy is low level thing happens to him that gives him presumably big powers um now I don't know if this counts as a spoiler we don't really see any of the big power stuff. Um, basically the, the episode takes us up to the point where he's going to become big power guy somehow. Um, mm-hmm. But we only really get a very tiny glimpse of that. And so most of this first episode is just setting up the world, which again, the reason I didn't like love it is because I, I it's all stuff we've seen before. They fight monsters, they have to rank up in the guild, the uh, main character has a uh a hermione with him that is like you know really smart and uh tries to keep him alive um he really sucks at everything he does but you know that's to emphasize the fact that he's going to not suck later mm-hmm. um so it it didn't like n- uh, nothing about it i thought was like especially terrible like, um I know I'm like i want to talk so bad it was just <laughs> almost it, bad. It was, but it was it was like it was It was a lot of setup for what was ultimately a premise that I've seen, you know, probably a hundred times at this point. I will say I I did like the fact that when we actually got into the dungeon part of the episode, there's actually some, like, puzzle solving that they have to do. It isn't just fighting a monster. They actually have to think about, like, oh, what were the clues that we got? Which, on the one hand, I I tend to get annoyed when... I'm not literally a video game world still functions on video game rules. But if you're going to do that, I at least appreciate that they're bringing more into it than just fighting stuff. You know, Um I literally did a, a mission in Baldur's Gate the other day. that was almost exactly what they had to do in, in oh, this really? dungeon where they had to read the plaques and like think, Oh wait, what order do we have to do this thing in? And oh, I, was I like, totally oh, that's, cheated that's on fun. the
1: Baldur's Gate mission. I was like, Google, <laughs> what is the order? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but, um, Okay, so it's funny because I agree with a lot of the things James says. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen it all before. Like um, I, I told you all in um, the trailer watch party that like when we walked out, a bunch of the other people invited were like, "Was that heavier than Goblin Slayer or like first episode?" Or was that just me? You know what I mean? And like because it's like really violent, um, and just like it, it the pacing is wild. I, I and James, but we've seen this before, right? Like Gans has wild pacing in the beginning and we've seen tons of other anime that like all this crazy stuff attack on Titan, whatever right um and i do agree that we've seen it all before but what i liked about it is that it was kind of an amalgamation of like all the things i liked and so like yes it has the one punch man like tier system of power and it's like a fantasy um, and it's a zero to hero story. And yes, the we've seen the Hermione character before. Um, and we've seen violence. Like on this scale in anime like Gantz and Berserk, whatever. But I think it was just like for me, it kind of took all these anime that I liked and then just kind of brought it all together. And I totally agree with you. Like, there it's not rewriting anything and it has totally been seen, but I I thought it was still very fun. And is it going to be like an eight or a 10? Like, is it gonna be a 10? No, right. But is it like a solid eight that I would probably watch every week? Like, I could see that just because it's like. Pulled so many fun elements that I already loved. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah. Jackie, when you saw the episode, did it did it end with him uh, clicking a button, basically?
1: Okay. No. So she's, she's probably not- seen the second. Hold on. Did you did you see the puzzle get completed or no?
2: Yes.
1: So did you see what like happened to all the people? Yes. I did think- you see what happened to him? Yes. Okay. So yeah, we're in the same, we're the same.
2: Yeah. we're okay. the same. So I don't remember a button. <laughs> it, it's literally like a, five seconds before the credits. It's like blink if you'll miss it, but it's sort of the thing. Okay. That, yeah. I must've yeah. been, to be honest, I was pretty tired because it was one of
1: those premieres, you know what I mean? Oh, where sure. they like, have y'all doing stuff. And so, I, and it was so much
2: socializing. I was like, okay. but I, I only asked because I was, I was wondering if maybe mind. you saw further than, because my, honestly, my main thought was like, all right, well, I get the premise. Um, mm-hmm. I, now I, I actually want to see what the story is gonna be now that it's started. So,
1: yeah, i I like all of your critiques are valid. Like, I don't think it was like, like Freerin, for example is like very unique you know like i've i've never seen it it's obviously a fantasy and elves and you know all that stuff but it's like it the the writing's really good and the pacing is strangely slow yet very compelling you know what i mean like it's very like i really enjoy Freerin because for me personally it's unlike anything i've ever seen i was watching this this uh, solo leveling it was like I've seen this all before, but I just thought it was very, very, like, fun. And, like, I could see myself, like, super getting caught caught up in it. You know what I mean? Like, I honestly... There
2: is, um, the production values are solid, and... Animation was good, I thought. Yeah, and I think if the main guy, um, if he kind of... A lot of it, I think, will depend on if he actually gets to have a personality that is super interesting. If it's just, oh, I gotta be the strongest, I'm gonna go kill a bunch of things... Um, Again, I don't know how much I'm personally going to dig that, but if um, there's the one, there's the one character who gets introduced. Uh, she does like the flippy over the bike, and I think that's like always. She always looks so cool. cool. But like, if, if there's like more characters for them to interact with, that yeah, you know, then I, I think there could be some really cool stuff there. So, I th- so a lot of it will depend on what happens in episode three. Or, yeah, and or James. Two, and- or whatever.
1: So um at this premiere the um I think it was the director and the uh, producer who were the people they interviewed and they said that they brought in the remember how in the beginning it introduces all those like S tier heroes mm-hmm. do you remember that it was showing like the Beast guy and the girl who flipped over the, like, and, and that, and I guess in the manhwa, it did not show those people till much later on. So a lot of people are like asking questions about why did you bring them to the front of the anime? And I think it's because like, they want people to know these really cool characters are going to play a bigger role. And I totally agree with you. Like we, those characters were really interesting to me. And like, I got to see a lot more of them. Um, like his story is very, we've already seen it before. So if they like, just try to carry the whole anime on his story, like, I don't think it's going to be great either. Yeah. Yeah. But the other characters we saw, like the girl who flipped over the motorcycle and there was like this red haired guy with glasses and they showed all these different, like it, it looked cool. Like, I want to know, I know all of them, but I don't know it to be determined um it's definitely like an eight i don't i'm it's not like like when i want finished watching like a few episodes of freer and i was like oh my god this is like Violet evergarden but not boring i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what happened you know but yeah. um and i don't know maybe i'm just riding the high of w- watching fear and recently but it's like it's it i definitely think it's gonna be the new big one
0: i think it is too i mean i and yeah. again this isn't based on what i've seen because again i haven't seen it but the manhwa is very popular um it's been kind of on on some bestsellers, and people have been talking about it. There is there is a media hype, not media, but there's a, a there is a small hype train attached to solo leveling that I've been aware of for probably. Is some it a also a,
2: a webtoon? Is it that same? I,
0: I'm not sure if it was published as a webtoon specifically. Let me check. Uh, we don't. It's. I don't think so. Even though it is a Kadokawa, um, published, it's published by Kadokawa in Japan and it's published by Yen Press here. Um, I don't think it's part of their Ize Press line. I think they actually licensed it before they developed their Korean specific line, but no, to my knowledge, it wasn't on like the Webtoon platform specifically. Um, I, but yeah, it's it's got some hype going for it. I, I'm always very like cautious about getting sucked into that sort of thing because I've been disappointed before. But I'm um, definitely gonna check that one out. I don't know if it'll be something that I'm like obsessed with constantly every you know, gotta watch day of every week, but I think it's probably gonna be a fun watch. It doesn't have a lot of competition this season, so that helps.
2: It's true. I, there really aren't any other shows that I can think of off the top of my head. High card
1: oh, and Buchagiri. is that what it was called? Those two are the only yeah, ones. Right. Yeah. And someone yeah. was talking about um the Witch and the Beast. That one looked really good too. Yeah, it, good yeah. On my yeah. my watch list. Miss um, um, LG
0: Taylor says that it's on Tapas, which is okay. a, a an app, so you can you can check in on that
1: speaking of being dis-
0: wants us to move on he i means- was gonna use a segue he's giving me a great segue speaking There's of being disappointed level. after the hype let's talk about the Jujutsu kaisen finale everybody thanks thanks nick that was a good one okay, okay um,
1: James, break down what happened please because there was a lot uh, there was a
0: lot it, it connects back to what's there though was there the- i mean it's was just in the another- in the final hour i was I mean, kind of yeah. confused to be honest they they well they bring out the lady that we haven't seen since yeah the arc and she only appeared randomly to like yeah. talk to ghetto in a bus stop yeah yeah what are
2: yeah. you doing here? yeah oh, no she, i mean she, that, she, happened. She, yeah.
1: that happened that happened and, and then chilling, she's just so chilling then- there? I do need to ask James. So, like, what did Ghetto do? He like merged with Mojito, and like it gave him the power. I like, I, I really honestly well, was very. Well, Mojito's a curse, right? Yeah. So you know, Ghetto's I, power. I really an explanation. To yeah, yeah sure. Ghetto's that power cool. has always been
0: that he can like consume a curse and then be able to like summon it like a Pokemon mm-hmm. later, right? Yeah. So that's basically my understanding is that's what he did to Mojito, is that he was like, okay, you're losing, and I'm kind of tired of shit, so I'm gonna eat you now. So Mejito's not really dead either, which I found obnoxious because he had all that stuff about fighting Mihito, Mojito, Mojito. He kills this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy and everything. And then... I mean
2: I, I feel like he's probably functionally not like, yeah, he's not he's, he's not not like dead. Yeah, no. but I, I don't think he's coming yeah. I don't think he's coming back and like I think he's going to stay a Junji Ito Spiral for the foreseeable future. I don't, I don't know. I mean,
0: yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, all the all the curses we've ever seen Ghetto use, you know, they weren't, like, intelligent curses, right? They were yeah. just, like, Roll! underwater Merlock noises from World of Warcraft sort of sounds. Yeah. And um, so Mahito would be the first one, I think, that we've seen him absorb. had any kind of higher level of sentience so i don't really know what that means when he's deployed in the future you know is he just going to be mojito again or is he going to be more like puppet mojito and ghetto you know just controls all of his actions i don't really honestly this
2: this season i would not be shocked if he just never gets deployed again yeah Yeah.
1: i don't think we're gonna see mojito again i think this is mojito being he's done
2: but i do Mm -hmm. agree
1: with Lindsay. it was like okay like we we built up mojito so much for like kind of what you know what i mean like i I agree with you on that also like i kind of wanted to see like old school ghetto like fight back with the puppet more before it ended like
2: i know they hinted hinted that that was gonna be a thing but apparently not like
1: yeah i was really bummed by that to be honest because like I, the blonde girl showed up and I kind of got excited because I was like, oh, she!" and then she literally goes, I'm I'm talking to, to the other, or I'm talking to real Ghetto. I forgot what she said, but it was something mm-hmm. like, I'm not talking to you, puppet dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Your brain thing. Yeah, I was just like hoping for something and then it was just like, meh. And to be honest, it started like bringing up a bunch of other stuff and I just found myself not paying attention as closely. And mm-hmm. then basically, Ghetto just unleashes mahito and like all the little like puppet like pokemon spirits all over right and then um they're just destroying japan Essentially, yeah. right? Like there's the like Scooby Doo people. too,
2: because the spirits have been unleashed. Yeah, oh, I I actually, that was actually really good. Um <laughs> that was, really good. Um, no, that <laughs> that was like, terrible. It was, <laughs> that was, that was like, actually great. <laughs>
0: okay. um, I, I want to acknowledge chat real quick. for letting me know that, as usual, my understanding of how things work in JJK is wrong, and that's not a slight at the commenters. It's just I feel like I'm constantly trying to sort of understand how the powers work through most of this show. So um, he can't just like. He's absorbed okay, Lindsay, really ghettos. Uh, you abilities.
1: Sing, Lindsay, you're you are trying to understand what people's abilities are. There was literally a TikTok I saw a few days ago, and it was like, mm-hmm. whenever someone talks about a JJK technique, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that was, I just, I totally, you just, yeah. the only reason I wanted to interrupt because I didn't want to forget later, That's, but it was yeah. like, literally, like sometimes these techniques and like what they actually do i'm just like i don't even fucking know i didn't even know what really happened to mojito i just assumed he was gone but anyway yeah. yes you're not so alone appar- you're not alone So
0: apparently he's he's absorbed mojito's high level abilities but not he's not gonna physically deploy Mahito, which just gives him okay but because uh, that soul thing that mojito had where he could like split his soul so you can't hit it so you can't kill him was really annoying and i don't like the fact that maybe another villain has that now so he also will you know be able to soul dodge everyone's punches or whatever i don't know do we need we also need to talk about who's not here anymore right because i mean we gave nanami his moment but did we talk about spoiler 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 no nobara spoiler.
1: i thought we did didn't oh yeah we? no we had like a whole episode we, where we, oh we, we did yeah,
0: okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay then we don't I mean,
1: need to just... try to block it from our mind which yeah. honestly um was interesting because i shared a tiktok with Lindsay today about someone talking about how nobra is like so such an incredible character to see like in shonen history you know like yeah just that like um naruto my hero academia dragon ball like we could go on and on like there is a not strong female characters to the degree of like nobra mm-hmm. I, and mind you that is not 100 percent true because there's like joe lynn and some so other people were contesting
2: so what this woman was saying this yeah. would recommend it okay,
1: <laughs> okay. sorry I, I just
2: i am legally required to plug chainsaw man
1: oh yeah and um, chain they talked about chainsaw man <laughs> um the, the girl with the eye patch right but basically what was so unique about nobra was like so, like, they compared it to uh, to Sakura and Tsunade from from Naruto. Like, they're just, like, they still have, like, this very, like, feminine, honorific language mm. like, that they speak with the male characters. And oh, I guess okay. Nobra was, and I don't know anything about Japanese, to be honest. I'm probably the worst person to to be translating this tiktok but they were saying that um Nobra talks in casual speak and so she's mm-hmm. like very much considered one of the boys does oh, that make gosh. sense yeah and yeah so like she's very pivotal for like shonen history because like she wasn't like separated like sakura and sonati was and like even we see with Uraraka, like they're they're considered very like feminine and you definitely know they're like kind of like still low-key the damsel in distress they yeah Holding her own but they're still like they still are you know yeah and Nobara like really held her own though no, in the end i guess yuji kind of came to her rescue but it is really sad to see her departure you know what i mean because and, and Lindsay, you actually talked about this last time it was just kind of like we're so happy to see um a character at this level and then she she leave you know so yeah
2: yeah and she leaves and i cannot stress this enough in such a stupid, stupid, stupid way. <laughs> yeah. One thing if she like died in a way that was narrative, and that's my whole thing is, um, and this kind of dovetails back into the ending, right? Like, I, I, I do not think that Jujutsu Kaisen is bad. I don't mm-hmm. even necessarily think that this arc was bad, but I do think that if you look at all of JJK, which, uh, you know, there hasn't really been a lot compared to a lot of other shonen anime that we've gotten, but if you look at every kind of storyline, every arc that we've gotten, um, I do think this is easily my least favorite arc of Jujutsu Kaisen oh, okay. because the story just keeps whiffing the the payoffs that I feel like a lot of other anime wouldn't have fumbled so badly. And I'm not yeah. trying to compare apples to oranges or whatever, but like, for instance, speaking of characters that um, didn't get the due that they were deserved, did y'all notice that the blink and you'll miss it scene in the finale where freaking Inumaki got his arms chopped off? No, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah,
0: that was my right? boy. He was my favorite boy. He got, he got
2: exactly five seconds of screen time this entire time, yeah, screen. it was really fast. <laughs> and uh, he did nothing, and then after the fact, uh, it's uh, um, oh, what's his name? Yuto, um, yeah, uh, is like, oh, yeah, I don't care that uh, Yuji was one of um, uh, Gojo's students because he chopped off my buddy's arms. And so I hate him. And it's like, when did that happen? And it's like, oh, it was... Yeah, in the I didn't... Because I mean, <laughs> it I, didn't happen on screen. It just it never... It just, yeah, because,
0: yeah, yeah you just shows up and I knew that he talked about Sumaki and I was like, oh, yeah, they were kind of like buddy-buddy in the JJK Zero movie. Um, but I didn't... And I guess I do remember him saying that what happened to Sumaki was why he hates... Uh, yuji but i guess somehow i missed the part where he lost his arms i just the arm part because it missed
2: because it's like a five second single frame or a single shot that like goes by and you know in the middle of a bunch of exposition um about how yuta is now the one that's supposed to kill yuji and it's stuff like that where it's like I, i i'm not disappointed with this arc so much because it didn't have really good fights it didn't have some really sick animation. Yeah, uh, There weren't, you know, uh, some really high octane moments. Because when you look at the thing as a whole, as like a part of a larger story, all it really did for me was um, strip away the stuff about the first season and the flashback arc and the movie that I really liked. Yeah. The character interactions, the world building, the the sense of humor, yeah. Um, and it took the horror and really just transformed it into slightly darker, gorier battle shonen. Which, yeah. again, it's not bad in and of itself. But, um, and, and we talked about this repeatedly. By the time that this season ended, I was just, I was done. Like, I just yeah. didn't care anymore. Like, by the time that, that they were fighting um, Mahito out there um, in that big, like, empty field I was like can we ju- can we just be done? Like I don't even really care how it happens. I just want this the storyline to be over because I can tell that nothing is going to come of it except for a, ba- a bad guy monologue and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So the, the whole conclusion of this of this whole arc is yes the bad guy, the the bad guys win basically. Um, yeah, and the good guys lose, which is fine. I you know, that's that can be interesting. Um but it's not even like we got to like learn anything incredibly compelling or interesting or have the characters like have these super uh, emotionally resonant or narratively satisfying moments other than a bunch of fight scenes. Inumaki gets his arms cut off off screen. Uh, Navara dies because she randomly stops uh, remembering how to be a competent human being for 10 seconds and gets her eyes exploded. Yeah. Uh, toto is maybe dead i don't even I don't without even, even telling
0: him. his son who he was or, or no no no, no toto, toto. Told, yeah
2: yeah, to, yeah toto is maybe dead i don't really yeah.
0: know him jackie that's your guy
1: they killed your boy too wait the, <laughs> wait megami is dad no
2: no no, no. no. clock guy you, toto. uh, toto's dead dead i don't i don't know his arm got exploded and then he yeah, around and, the, my, and i don't think my. he showed up again he hasn't showed up again you're right but i didn't think he died so, i don't know for all i know he's just like lying on the ground okay. there
1: still <laughs> this is the, so it's funny sorry i kind of went off uh like started like th- thinking off in my head and like zoned out but i was thinking like i don't really know if i love shonen anymore like i was just thinking i was but, gonna
0: ask that at the end to both you guys yeah it's funny because
1: i was literally like thinking and then i was like okay i don't know if i want to say that yet but then you know you brought up toto and then i had my reaction and now <laughs> i was thinking well maybe i'll just say it out loud when i'm thinking so like demon slayer really did not hit with me like and i remember everybody was like so hyped about it and like i felt like i was like (laughs) On board because I had to be, you know what I mean? Because like yeah. everybody liked Demon Slayer. So I was like, woo, Demon Slayer. And then I was just like, every week I was like, I don't get it. Uh, in its defense, I did like the arc with a brother and sister. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest thing I ever saw. I would give it like a hard like seven, you know, the, the, like. Oh, that, the the entertainment
2: on. district arc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But
1: it was like very drawn out and I was like, meh about it. Um, And then I was thinking, okay, well, what about My Hero Academia? totally fell off for me like I I literally have not watched I don't think it would I don't I haven't watched half of the last season like and I I don't really feel motivated to like it's like on the to-do list but I'm like yeah eh, you know um and like Jujutsu Kaisen was the only one that I really liked you know but then I was like I agree with like James um a lot of things that he's saying and like this is the constant problem with shonen we've seen it all before. And like, literally we just talked about this with solo leveling. Mm -hmm. And then like, I keep on telling myself, Oh, well it's fun though. Yeah. I'm like, is it really fun though? (laughs) Like, like, am I convincing myself to watch Shonen over and over again? Just because like, you know, that is just like the way it is for me. You know what I mean? I literally have like in my room, Naruto, Inuyasha, Chainsaw Man, uh, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen, Tokyo Revenger. Like, I am, like, I'm just always, like, One Piece, whatever. Like, it's, like, I have been so dedicated to Shonen for, like, a long period. But, like, there's something going on, and I don't know if it's I'm getting older or if it's just, like, the content isn't evolving enough and this is kind of funny because it's what we were talking about with social media like you have to continue to adapt and evolve to what like the audience wants right yeah. so obviously people like it i just am like am i changing or is like anime shonen anime not adapting the way that it needs to like, i think
0: I that's a that's a good question and i think um one of the ways that you framed it is kind of where i'm at with it like specifically with demon slayer i think what I've realized is I am just maybe too old for it. Like, I think maybe it is a competent action cartoon for, for, just an eight, for, for, yeah, for like 12 to 15 year olds ish. Yeah. And, and I and don't I think just, there's I'm anything wrong with real. that. It just means yeah. it's not going to give me the sort of story depth that I want from a, from fiction. And because it's not made with, with me in mind. That doesn't mean there's nothing enjoyable for it if you're not you know, a teenager. I'm not trying to say, oh, well, it's lowbrow or if you like it, you're childish. There's None of that, I'm not trying to put any of those connotations there specifically. It's just that, you know, it's just like how certain uh, fiction books are put in the young adult section of the bookstore and or put in the fiction section of the bookstore. And there are a lot of adults who just like to read young adult fiction and that's perfectly fine and you can do that. But I want something a little more Uh, I want characters that probably have struggles that I can personally relate to um, or are more reflective on a period of their life that I'm currently reflective of instead of, um, you know, what Demon Slayer is doing. But like if I had someone come up to me, you know, a teenager or whatever come up to me and they wanted an anime recommendation and they liked action, well animated action and likable characters, I'd recommend it to them straight up. It's just not really for me.
1: Um, I mean, would I recommend it? Yeah, I don't know, though, because think it's I not good. Oh, sorry.
2: Here. Go. Well, I'm just thinking about this, and and honestly, I mean, I think, I mean, I think there are certain tropes and maybe expectations of, um, of popular Shonen Jump anime adaptations and and their you know their ilk that probably are just gonna hit different for for people that are less. Um, that don't do this for a living, right? They don't have to think really critically and really analytically about dozens and dozens of shows for decades. Um I think like truly that is gonna affect how you a- engage with media. But at the same time, I think that I mean I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood all the way through for the first time in my 20s and it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Right. Ch- Chainsaw Man um is probably in my top three manga anime of the past decade, maybe of all time. Like I think it's truly like um I'm actually glad that you
0: brought up Chainsaw Man because it is very like Chainsaw Man is very irreverent in its humor in a way that we don't see um from stuff typically published in shonen jump or shonen jump plus really like it's the uh Tasuke Fujimoto has a has definitely has a point of view that is unique in the manga he's creating but the anime adaptation which i think all of us loved um i'm personally very nervous about the upcoming anime adaptation because there is discussion that that they're not keeping the same director on i know i know and it's like are you guys gonna kill this for me too and i'll just have to read the manga because and again i know i'm upset that he's leaving mostly because it gives certain people a talking point i'm sure they're gonna blame him not no wait has that
2: been confirmed like is he for sure not directing the film
0: um, I don't think it's been fully con- confirmed, although I-, I was reading one of his tweets from not that long ago that seemed to confirm that he did leave MAPA to f- okay. found his own project or something. So it seems like another uh Sung Sungwoo Park situation, which is what happened with that's exactly J- what happened <laughs> with the previous JJK director. Um, yeah. so that makes me nervous because I felt like the director for season one of Chainsaw Man really did a fantastic job interpreting uh, Fujimoto's vision in a, like a way that reflected his cinematic parallels in his manga too. Like movies are a big deal for Fujimoto. And it was really Mm -hmm. nice to see that appear in the the anime as well. And I don't, and also just, you know, what the
2: fuck's going on at Mappa? It's just, I, and, And I know that I talk a lot about Chainsaw Man, beyond even Chainsaw Man. Like I'm reading one piece for the first time right now. And uh-huh. I'm loving it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. So I, I honestly think it's less a matter of getting too old for shonen because I, I think that if you approach it from the right perspective, even a story that is written for a general audience or a younger audience, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. If it's well-written, it's well-written. And I think the problem that JJK is suffering from that, I think a lot of shonen manga suffer from simply by virtue of how, they're written Mm -hmm. and there simply are some authors that i think are maybe better at planning ahead than others is that i'm i think with jjk we're starting to see the improvisational nature of writing a weekly manga yeah Um, i think it's starting to kind of collapse under the weight of itself a little bit again which isn't to say that it's bad but and i think with demon slayer it's kind of the opposite where that story is so formulaic because it is a a week you know it's that's one of the easiest ways to come up with a week-to-week story, right? I mean, that's how Super Sentai and Common and Writer and, and all those shows, shows that I love, by the way, have lasted for decades, is that you got a monster of the week and you you know, you, you tend to beat them in roughly the same way every single mm-hmm. time. But if the characters are good and if the stories that you're telling within that formula are good, it can still be good. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with with JJK is that that first season, even up to the flashback arc, really gave me the impression that it was doing something different and that it was telling its story in a way that didn't feel limited by that, oh, we have to, you know, we're just going to string along a bunch of fights until the story's done that a yeah. lot of anime have evolved into. And I think this this arc became my least favorite kind of shonen anime, which is just a bunch of cool fights and then the end, I mean, I, I I think I said on Twitter the other day that honestly, it kind of reminded me of watching God of High School, where it was oh, yeah. literally oh. just a bunch of fights with a story that functioned purely to get you to the next fight, which, yeah. I mean, that's why I don't watch DBZ anymore, because the minute it stopped being about the ongoing narrative and the character growth and just became about who's Goku and Vegeta maybe going to beat up this week, I was like, I don't really care about this. But yeah. That's been interesting, right?
1: Yeah. Super. Um, it's funny because I don't know why. Just to you're talking about Dragon Ball, yeah. like for some reason Z hit so much harder, and I guess it could be nostalgia and stuff like that. But it was just like them, like they literally for some reason it just felt like the stakes were so high when they were fighting Frieza, Cell, Boo. I'm not the biggest fan of that saga, but like with yeah. with with Frieza and Cell, it was so compelling and sad.
2: You know, I don't know why. Especially if you cut out the filler, like if you can yeah, cut the yeah, filler, you got to cut out the
1: filler. True,
2: yeah. Uh, it's the genuinely good stories, I and mean, yeah, the pacing gets a little wonky and the fights get a little overlong, but you still care about the characters and you know what the stakes are. And I think with with Demon Slayer, my problem is that the stakes are eternally way too low, where it's like I don't really care about anything that's happening because I just know that these demons are going to die at the end and they're going to get a sad flashback maybe and then we're going to move on to the next one and then with JJK the stakes have gotten so high so quickly that i haven't had time to like really contextualize what the like what the grand scheme of it the is ending? i, I want to like, talk okay? about i want to
1: just talk about james conceptualizing i was like reading it cuz you know it's like subtitles and i was like i was like what the fuck <laughs> you know what I mean? like, I was just like, I was like, what did I do? like? It was just like conceptualizing it, like, like James said, I was just like, they're just gonna dump all that, all that on at us the, the end. Things? And also, I,
0: I mean, this is kind of what I wanted to bring up about this finale too. It just also, I feel like calling this as an arc is being generous because it was four it, hours in the middle of one night. <laughs> not only that, but like, usually with an arc, you expect. You know, there's there's a beginning, and then you reach like a high point, and there's some sort of conclusion before you move on to the next arc. This, I felt like this just sort of ended yeah, because because Ghetto's I not dealt understand. with. I felt like Ghetto was the big bad of this arc. They needed to get to Ghetto. They needed to defeat Ghetto, um, and they needed to get the cube. And neither of those things happened.
2: So again, like, that, that would have been fine if there had been some kind of other narrative hook for us to to latch on to, yeah. right? Like if oh they failed, but you know uh, the the characters grew closer, or you know the, the these individual storylines advanced or concluded in some interesting ways. But the show doesn't have that, you know. Like um, the closest thing we had to uh a through line of this entire season was yuji um the like yuji reacting to the, the chaos that sukuna caused but that just like got like that was just another thing that happened yeah know? i was
0: i would say the closest thing we have to an arc here is what happens to yuji and this is like i feel like another example of you need to pick like if this is a story you want to stick around for like do you want the jjk where yuji is no longer the like the kind of happy-go-lucky earnest guy and now is sort of edgy and sad because they killed all of his friends like is that the yuji you want to like watch going into the next arc The like the hard yuji that you know people want to execute because he's got Sukuna inside him but he doesn't give a fuck anymore because they killed his friends and he's gonna get his revenge like I, don't, I like don't like that
2: Yuji. Like I don't want that Yuji. Well, no, I, I only like Yuji yeah. when he's interacting with other people that I like. I like stupid Yuji. Yeah, he's
1: fun he when he's this dumb. Precious. Remember, he didn't even like
2: fighting Mahito
1: because he just didn't even like to know he was fighting humans. Remember, like yeah. I was like, you know what, like real talk, like I would, I would set that boundary, and it's because, and like he had this preciousness about him. Mm-hmm. I honestly, the ending was fucking wild to me. And excuse me for using the F word again, but I was like. What like it was like da 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 sentenced to death. Gojo is a traitor and he's stuck in the box. I was
2: like, what? Wait, what? Ha, yeah, a- what logic?
0: What law? Lo- I mean, I'm sure has, this is like some know. sort of political maneuver that we're not I, seeing. I mean, they've, screen. They've,
2: they've they've always just liked him, but yeah, again, no. or gojo right? Because he's yeah, the higher ups have always disliked him, but again, it's not something that like was built up. It's not something that was like foreshadowed super well. Especially because there's been it's been like two years since season one.
0: Imagine um, if they had some cutaways every once in a while uh, from Shibuya to whatever was going on in the council, like the council room where they're like, "That's what I'm saying." Doing their pl- pl- like, how are we gonna how are we gonna turn this around? Or out, get, that, you know, imagine if that cute society. Girl,
2: that cute girl that had a crush on Yuji, imagine if she was there in Shibuya when all this went down for whatever yeah. reason, yeah. and. Every night, like he runs into her at a certain point, and she's like, Oh my god, like what is happening? And 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 you know, she ends up getting like sliced to pieces by Sukuna or whatever. And again, is that a cliche? Sure, absolutely, but it at least gives you something to like care about. Yeah, oh no, that's right, they're protecting regular people. Um, we get a little bit of that with Yuta and the little girl at the end. Um, but I don't know. So,
1: this is this is just a random thought. Another problem I have with Shonen is, like, we suddenly come into this, this, like, trend that we need to have, like, a hundred characters who are main Uh characters. And I think that that's... I don't know where... Like, Dragon Ball has a lot of characters. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's still, like, Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, who's kind of, like, even, like, kind of went in the background for a little bit, you know? Piccolo, but it's... After Cell Saga,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: but it's mainly, like... Go kuba G it's usually like a core five, right? Five or six core members. I'm I'm like losing track. I didn't even know Aoe Toto like was dead or whatever. I and I honestly forgot he was even there because it was just like everybody was like flashing in and out, and I'm just like what was beautiful about the Gojo Ghetto story was like we got to know them both so intimately, and what we what I used to love about JJK was that like we were getting to know characters on a deeper level. Like when Mahito convinced Junpei to be evil and was manipulating him because he was emotionally vulnerable. Like, you know, like that is like some, that is some great interaction and like very humanness, right? And Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't, I feel like with the Shibuya arc, it was just like, they're like, we're going to throw in a bunch of action. We're going to give everybody a little bit of time to shine. And that like totally bit them in the ass. I think it just... It did not translate. And what would have been great, and I thought they were leading up to it, was a big Gojo ghetto showdown again, right? Yeah, Uh, like they get Gojo
0: out of the box. Yeah.
1: Get Gojo out of the box, have ghetto, fight puppet ghetto, and then like Gojo. And I wouldn't have even been upset if it ended on that. If it ended with them like about to fight. But it's like- like that ending like you said Lindsay was like just so like out of left like i guess i could you know like like we said we knew gojo was looked down upon and and even like yuji itadori was uh looked down upon because people thought he was a, a huge threat you know yeah but i was just which like
2: you, which you did end up being yeah mean, well, which you, you did the credit right? of the council yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah which is yeah. it's so sad for him too because like that's not him you know like and and that's but it's just like I feel like it just didn't give enough time to like anything of it. Like it just didn't give any consequence or like seriousness or gravity to anything. It was just like too much going on. And it was fun. It was a lot of great action scenes and um like visually was really interesting to watch. Even like honestly, it was even pretty good when Mekamaru. Remember when Mekamaru no. and Mahito got him out and like Mekamaru's like, I'm fighting for this girl who I love with the blue hair. Yeah. I'm like you know like just want to make something about, like those like i still was kind of on board i i just feel like it it really there's
2: just it would have been great know, if that had amounted to anything other than miwa failing to punch ghetto once and then getting like knocked and why
1: even give her that time why like what was the point of that and that's what i'm saying like there's just too many characters and they're just trying to give them like all time to shine and it's like no like let this be a gojo ghetto story like let this be about gojo and ghetto what about and like maymay and her weird creepy little oh my god we didn't even talk about that what the was that that's a
2: bad touch maymay literally that was
1: trending on twitter i was like why is maymay trending on twitter literally watched the episode and i was like why i liked maymay and that made me really not like maymay no no I was like and, like, and again,
2: it's fine if you want to have your characters be like creepy weirdos, whatever. That's, but again, I mean, for me, something that, and I know this, it's a, it's a disconnect that people sometimes have. Like in the comments, we'll get into like, they'll, they'll get mad at me for like uh, criticizing these things, but I want to be able to know on some level. Um, I feel like a really good story makes you confident in the choices that the author's making, even when you don't like know why. You know, characters die crazy things happen, you know, um, a character that you thought was going to be super central to the story gets trapped in a box for a whole season, stuff like that. A a really well-written story, I think, can instill enough confidence in you that you go along with those maybe plot holes or inconsistencies or uh, unexpected twists because you go, well, you know what? I can understand why the author is doing this or I I can see the direction they're maybe going in. But as the season went on, I just kept asking myself, "I don't even know why Gage Tamaki is doing this. Like, why is Miwa here? Like, why yeah. did we waste all of that time with Mekamaru and Miwa if these characters aren't going to amount to anything other than? Well, Meimei. What's why do we?
1: Why do we need to see Meimei? And the weird Meimei, or like why did um Toto? Like I, we don't need to see yeah. that. But like, why was Panda there? You know, <laughs> Panda yeah. stood there. Panda legit just stood there and was like all. Hulk panned out and he was like it was just like cut to his face. He was with the guy who looked like Columbo or whatever Mm -hmm. who didn't want to fight anyone. I don't know who you're talking mm -hmm. about. Like barely even noticed him. And then we talked about this. The two girls who ghetto raised. He he remember like, Yeah, they just were snuffed out. Really didn't get anything out of that.
2: Exactly. It's like, oh, they could have been really cool and interesting. And the the thing that people always say is like, well, you know, logically you should expect all of the sorcerers to be there. Like it only makes sense. I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. But also he could have written the story in any way that he wanted. Yeah. He could have found, he could have done a billion other things to make the character's presence either make more sense or feel more uh, narratively satisfying, or, you know, I don't know, like trap them in like a, you know. oh no, the subway collapsed while the characters were trying to rescue some people and they're all trapped underground. And so they're off doing their thing. And now we can focus on the characters that this arc is really about. But we don't get that. And the Well, I mean, as- and also those girls'
0: death don't mean anything because the person who cared for them wasn't even there for it. So, like, what yeah. what like emotional reaction are we supposed to have when no one else is really having much of an emotional reaction? Because like I want to see them a- in ghetto. Yeah. I, and they also I mean they set up this this whole idea about like body and soul, right? And how like a body could be strong enough or a soul could be strong enough to gain sentience over one or the other. And we saw ghetto struggling with that a few times, like with his body, not listening to him because yeah. the, you know, basically that that could have been cool. That could have led to a lot of drama. You could have used that when the girls died and had the body have like a huge reaction to it. And it would have been like, really like, Oh shit. And I, there's just, there was just so much potential in individual moments that didn't, they weren't fulfilled anyway. oh my
1: god someone talked about toji yeah like like oh, i was so excited i was like oh my god he's gonna have this moment with Megumi, and he's gonna be like i wish i was in your life i'm like getting emotional about it. <laughs> i wish i was in your life and like you know like now that i'm gone like it's you know i i felt like there was so much potential i don't even remember what he said he was just like oh
2: oh he said he said i'm glad that like I'm, I'm glad that you kept the oh, yeah, name you or something. We didn't have his family name, right? Yeah. yeah. Or that? Yeah, but you didn't have. But yeah. they didn't present a name. Yeah. But then what? He immediately gets uh, gets beaten up by that one character who uh, got sliced up just an episode <sighs> later. Yeah. And then he summoned that big bad monster that Sukuna fought for no real reason, and then he got knocked out. And then he was basically the Hobbit at the end of the Hobbit, where he just got knocked out for the whole rest of the arc. Yeah, Megumi. Yeah, Megumi like.
0: Yeah, Megumi's <laughs> like Basically, decides to sacrifice himself by summoning his ultimate monster, and then Sakuna shows up and kills the monster in order to prevent Megumi from dying. Because only it was, I think it was only if the monster won or killed the anyway. Guys will correct me when because I'm kind of flubbing this, but yeah, whatever. I need you like like Sakuna cares if Megumi lives or not, but they like made up that he. The Sakuna thing happened at the end. I don't know why that was in the middle either. Like, well, I kind of do, but still.
1: So this is honestly kind of going back to what James said. I I think that there's some sort of pressure to get it done. I forgot. Maybe Lindsay said it. Maybe you both said it, but it's like, I just don't, I think this, this writer is just like having trouble, like keeping up with the schedule and rightfully so. And you know what? Like, This is, again, a huge commentary on the way things are. Um, Like, if a creator needs time to work on something, they should be 100% entitled to that, you know? And, like, I am particularly upset because the mangaka of Nana has not been able to write anything for decades, and it's because she literally was, like, just got consumed with the week-to-week. And that is one of the best manga anime of all time. And, like, she literally just got burnt out to the point where she will never finish one of the greatest stories of all time. And I'm like, and we're seeing these people ticking what was their babies. Like, the first season, it was one... I, I remember I was like, this is one of the best shows I've ever seen, you know? And I, I think it really is coming down to scheduling. I think he, he's probably just trying to do his best. And he's like, oh, action will be cool. And well, like It, it like, feels story. like what happens
2: when you're watching a show that's on the verge of cancellation. And so, like, it, it's oh, almost, so almost so like... It's like a it's like a less satisfying version of Futurama where at the end of every season, they just do a series finale because they're like, who knows if we're coming back? So we're just going to, to do everything we want to do here, which I get, right? It, but yeah. it feels like, this feels like the season eight of a show that got canceled in season two. And so they're like, we only have one more season to do everything we ever wanted to do. So let's just do it all in this season. But then it just keeps going. You know what I mean? Where yeah. if this had been like, the climactic arc that came after two or three more short storylines where we got to know the world more, got to know the characters more, got to establish these dynamics and and get to the point where if Mekamaru died, I actually gave a crap. Or if, you know, uh, if Nabara died, it didn't feel like a cheap cop out. Um, that'd be one thing. But the fact that this is coming after, like, basically an introduction arc, a... Um, the, the school tournament arc, which I felt was like a really solid, like I thought, extended... I thought it was a good arc. And I'm not usually right? for tournament arcs, yeah, yeah, it was good. And then we had like a, a the, the brothers, the little short thing with the brothers, and then we had the movie, mm-hmm. and then we had the flashback arc, and now it's this. And it's like, I feel like we're missing like three seasons of this show that brought us to here. But it, uh, okay, I don't know, yeah. if that's because Giga Akutami was like, I'm getting bored, I just want to get to the cool stuff that I planned out you know, a year ago. And yeah. I'm just going to do it now. But it just, it just doesn't feel cohesive. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: So, I mean, I guess I guess the final question is, are each of us going to watch the Cullen Game arc? Because everything I've heard is that that one's worse. So
1: Worse in what way? I
0: don't know, because I don't know any spoilers about it. But people just say, if you didn't I've, like I've this one, you definitely more, won't like that one.
2: That it's more just fight, 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 fight. Wow. Fight. So... I mean, I'll probably watch it because, you know, I think I have. I mean, it, but I think I'm not like, again, I'm not down on it. I'm sure it'll be fun, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like hyped about it the way I was hyped about this. This is season. what I'm yeah. going to do. I'm going to give it a
1: try. Just like My Hero Academia, I gave it one season to really shit the bed, and then I gave it another season to kind of, and then it shit the bed again in the, a little bit in the beginning. I said, nope, nope. And that's yeah, probably, but- and that's kind of what happened with Demon Slayer. I think it would like, it was like the baby armed vase villain. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm going to, I didn't watch a single episode past that villain's introduction. I was was like, I can't with this thing. I can't with this thing. Literally awful. And to come from such good villains with like brother, sister, you know, like, and I was like, Oh no, dude, Nope. I'm done here. So I mean, I stopped demon slayer, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like it just for me, it's kind of like I'll probably try it out, but if I'm have a much shorter fuse. Like this yeah. season, I let it do its thing, and I was not happy with it, um, which sucks because the Gojo Ghetto arc was really nice. Yeah. That's that our five really, six episodes. Yeah. I really like that. I really thought it was like showing how these two, like he, they were boys at the time, but became men and became the men that they they are. You know, yeah. and like they're very different, right? Like Gojo yeah. is still. Very, but I also think you know it talks a a lot about like, um, Gojo does have emotional depth, but he also is a little stunted, and I do think that is because of losing Ghetto and like all that that had happened, and then like Ghetto's not even himself, you know, he's a puppet, you know. I mean, I I don't know, I I really thought that was brilliant, and I'm really sad with how this this arc ended. So, I probably will give the Culling Games like, two episodes, and if it pisses me off, I will, like, just not. It's 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 over. And yeah. I hope not, because I really like Jujutsu Kaisen season one, and I like the Ghetto to arc, but you know. yeah,
2: know. James, if I didn't yeah. make you review it,
0: you said you'd still watch it, though, just for fun. Reasons. I
2: would give it a shot. Um, I don't know. I would say that if you'd asked me where I was rating, like, Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole when the season started, I probably would have put it at, like, a solid eight and a half or a nine. Oh, wow. Um, I think... After that flashback arc, I would have been at like a solid nine. I loved that arc. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be my favorite thing that JJK has ever done. Yeah. Um, after this, I'm feeling more like a like a six, maybe a seven. Yeah. Again, it's not bad. Like, it's still entertaining. It's still like, I'm sure that the fights are going to be better than, than most other fights in most other shows. But I mean, again, when I finished God of High School, I was like, well... If I ever want to watch some clips of those fights on YouTube again, then I'll do that. But um, I don't know if it's going to be the kind of thing where I want to spend like 24 straight weeks just waiting for the fights to finish. But yeah. if, it, if it ends up, you know, surprising me or, you know, making something really interesting out of all this brain monster ghetto stuff, then, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a fair shot. I don't I don't think it's hot garbage, but um, I'm no longer about. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, again, I'm not like, I'm not hotly anticipating season three. Like when it comes out, I'll watch it, but I'm not gonna like. Yeah, be waiting. On I was devout though, Lindsay, yeah. and I think James was too.
1: Like, like literally everything you said, I was like, yep, yep, ditto. Um, I just, I'm like, I don't know. I and this is kind of me again when I zoned out. I was just like, do I even like Shonen anymore? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm just Jack, like, having like an existential. Crisis. Yeah, I was. I was literally having an existential crisis. I was like is it me getting older? But I do agree with James. It's not us getting older. I do think like a good story is a good story. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, like obviously there's like Miyazaki stuff and there's like, there's kids movies and kids shows that like, I have really like touched me and, and I've been like, Oh, what a you know? Great. But I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I, I think like right now Shonen's caught up in this trend of like, have a lot of characters have a lot of action scenes. And it's like, and, and 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 it's different because right dragon ball did have action scenes but they didn't have like animation the way that we do now right now it's almost been like how cool can we make the animation and like we're losing out on story because I think people get like so caught up in making these like really cool animated like yeah. action scenes which is kind of funny because you think like oh this is a blessing but in a way like having the animation level that we have has almost become yeah. kind of a curse because then people are like let's show off what we can do animation wise and I, I literally like there were parts of JJK that looked so visually wonderful and I was like yeah, yeah like, I was like, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, well, exactly, I was just yeah. like, that's great. But, like, I'd rather have a literally a talking head and a talking head and literally their mouth's just moving. But it, <laughs> it'd be like they're having a heartfelt conversation. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and Jackie, so, Jackie, you're watching Undead Unluck, right?
1: I watched the first few episodes. It was very good, though. It, I, so, he just got have- um, captured. Like, you know how he was. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So people in the chat are talking about um how Undead Unluck is another good example but um uh, just to talk, you know execution is everything and Undead Unluck they explain the powers for ages and it's it's interesting and it's fun I don't get bored at all and I'm usually the first person to get bored when people start monologuing about powers yeah yeah
1: but- oh, I need to re- I need to get
0: yeah, I think I only watched, like, the first episode of it, because it's, it's on Hulu, and I just, like, I don't have it open, so I don't remember to watch it, but yeah. maybe that might be something good, I add. though.
1: I think yeah. I just got caught up with work or something, but yeah. I did like it.
0: Yeah, I'll probably, since the seasonal might be slow for me, maybe that'll be some time to get to it. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to about wrap us up for this I know this we evening. talked so
1: long. So. It's okay. It was, a
0: you know, talking about the state of Shonen was kind of a, a big topic. So uh, for anyone who is new here, we are going to be here Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern every week. Um, we plan to cover solo leveling, but as the premiere start coming out, uh, we'll be, you know, kind of mixing it up a little bit, checking back in on Frerin and other shows that are still ongoing and. Hopefully, you know, you guys follow along with us and give us your your honest thoughts and takes about how anime is going this season. Um, you can also find our reviews of the upcoming anime season on Anime News Network starting tomorrow. We'll be updating daily with reviews uh, for the Winter, 2020, Winter 2024 Anime Preview Guide. So make sure to check for that there. It'll be really easy to find on the site because it's huge in the banner. Um, first couple reviews will be up tomorrow at 9 a.m., Eastern 6 p.m. Pacific. Set that up today. So it'll be up there bright and early for you guys. Uh Dragons of Wonder Hatch, that's also on Hulu. And I think everyone should probably check that one out. I still haven't gotten to it yet, but it looks pretty good. Maybe we'll talk about it next time if we have time. Dragons yeah. of Wonder Hatch. Yeah, because that looked pretty good. All right. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye
2: bye. <laughs>